Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Good morning, church. We're going to be discussing the book of Malachi this week. And as we as we dig into this message of Malachi today, I I was going through and I was kind of reading over his message to God's people, and I came across one of my favorite Hebrew words. It's the word segulah, and uh, it kind of has this idea of a treasure. Like, have you ever had something that you treasured so deeply, like something that you hide away, maybe something you keep for special occasions? I think sometimes my mind naturally goes to like a jewelry box that maybe holds a family heirloom or a safe that we keep important papers, but it doesn't have to be that way. I remember growing up, um, I have um, a younger brother and a younger sister, so there were three of us, and at one point we were all teenagers, and my mom loved chocolate zingers. I don't even know if they make zingers anymore, but they're kind of like Twinkies, but they have like icing on the top. Well, if you bring a box of zingers into the house with three teenagers, you will not be able to enjoy even one. So we found out that my mom, when she bought a box of zingers, she had a secret hiding place. And uh, I remember one time, and it must have been some unusual place, but I was like, what is this? And it was kind of like I had found (laughs) the hidden treasure of my mom's um, zingers. That's kind of the picture that we get when we see this word segula in Malachi chapter 3, verse 17. It gives us that picture. And throughout the book of Malachi, we see it's a message of challenge and instructions. God's people, they weren't out and out displaying idolatry. It wasn't blatant idolatry like they had in the past. They were still relatively orthodox in their beliefs, but they had started to make compromises and their worship was becoming diluted and losing power. And it's like they were going through the motions, but they lacked any real sense of love and devotion. So Malachi is challenging them in this, but in chapter three, verse 17, we see God reminding his people of something. There were a group of them who wanted to do things the right way. They wanted to follow after God. They wanted more than just going through the motions. And to those people, God says, you shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. In the day when I make up my treasured possession, there's that word segula, and I will spare you as a man spares his son who serves him. That word segula, this treasured possession, we see it all throughout God's story. When God's people had been rescued from Egyptian slavery, um, he told them, God told his people, he said, I own everything in the world, but I'm choosing you as my segula, as my treasured possession. I'm going to keep you separated. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to hide you away so that no one else can claim you. I'm making a promise and a covenant with you. Think about that, church. He knew they weren't perfect. He knew that they would break their end of the covenant. He knew that they would prove unfaithful. But even then, God says, you 
are my treasure. And then he expands this promise beyond the nation of Israel to us, his church today. In 1 Peter, we're reminded again that we are his people. But why? Who is man that God is mindful of us? What can we offer a God that holds the entire universe in his hands? Why would he even set us apart or protect us or hide us away or treat us with special tenderness? First Peter tells us why. He reminds the church, he says, we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to, treasured by, set apart by God. And here's why that we may declare praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Once we were not a people, but now we are the people of God. That's awesome. The mission is the same of us as it was for the people of Israel, to be a light that points people to God Almighty. So as we head into the world around us, it's a world right now that's confused and hurting, struggling and scared. I I think probably more now um, than I can remember uh, in recent past. And we as his church, as his segula, as his treasured possession, we can either go through through the religious motions like they were in Malachi giving our offerings, coming to church, reading the scriptures, but lacking all power, seeing no effectiveness, seeing no one coming to the light, or we can live as his treasured possession, set apart, praising that we were brought out of darkness into this marvelous light. And I guarantee if we are living like this, people will be drawn to this life. They will be drawn out of their confusion and into our peace. They will move from fear to a life-changing faith. They will trade their hurts for the healing that we found. And they, this is the exciting part, they will also become part of God's treasured possession.